Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Boss Wab saying thank you for tuning in. We got another banger for you today. First time in the studio with me. Killer comedian comes out from the ways of Winnipeg, the states. This guy's everywhere. I can't keep track of where this <laughs> motherfucker is at any time. My guy, Nick Bueno. What are you saying, bro? What's going on, man? It's great to be here. I'm super pumped. I, I love the setup. I love the the show format. Everything you've done a really good job of branding yourself in the show. So I'm super pumped. Thanks, bro. Here. I try not to think of it as branding, but um, I mean that's what it is. <laughs> it's been yellow, a lot of yellow use of yellow and black. Yeah. I think that's exactly branding, huh? Oh, and my boy Dante Williams is in the house today, new producer for the Immigrant Section podcast. Finally, for all the listeners, you know, for years I've been sending it out into the universe. God, please get me a producer <laughs> who is competent and willing and and capable and wanting to grow this thing. And uh, it only took God 151 episodes to answer my prayers. You know what I mean? Three years. But hey, he is here. The man is not mic'd up. But you know what? Check it out. For those people watching video. My boy, Dante Williams. Can they see it? Yo, that's my guy. Now I got to get right back onto Nick. You're good, bro. Boom. You were worried yeah. for a second. Huh? I was. I was, I was like, like, why are you using your camera, bro? I was like, you had it perfect. Well, I mean, if you had an arm long <laughs> yeah, enough yeah, to stretch yeah, exactly. to that yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. I... Just use my dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be here all day, folks. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the studio, bro. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad Ubered 15 minutes late. I'm like, this guy must be a little bit black. You well, know that, what yeah, I mean? Well, yeah. I was, was going to say, I was going to preface, like, you call it the immigrant section. You can't expect people to be on time. Yeah, when I have <laughs> the white guests on. They're like, I, should I arrive on time? Would that be culturally insensitive yeah, if like, I get there early? Do you want me to bring you something? What do you drink, a boss? I'm like, yeah, give me like 20 minutes. I'll be on. <laughs> But what is, you're like Brazilian. What the, what are, what's your background? Okay, so my dad's Brazilian and my mom's Portuguese. And my dad, if you looked at his family, you'd be like, oh, that's a black Brazilian. Like it's a mixed Brazilian family, but like predominantly black. Like Brazil is one of those places that has a huge complexion spectrum, like India. Yeah, it's got range, like mad. I remember I was at this, like uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> no, he's got arc. That's yeah. what you call his. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's called rape, actually. Keep going. <laughs> keep going keep yeah, going. also happened in Brazil. But um, anyway, so third world country things. Um, but yeah, so when I was in uh, at a mic in New York, uh, I, I was doing my set and I had some jokes about being Brazilian. And I remember there was this one kid sitting in the front, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I kind of made a joke that like, because it was around Halloween. I'm like, why are you going as Baron Trump for Halloween? Yeah. And then afterwards he got up. He's like, yeah, so my family's from Brazil. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's like these these are the Brazilians in politi- in politics. Yeah. These are the Brazilians that own everything. Literally. Yeah, you know, but- these are the Brazilians that escaped uh, Germany when they were caught as when they knew Nazis were being persecuted. Literally. Did they go to just Venezuela or Brazil I, too? I, I think it was Argentina and Venezuela. Argentina, mainly. that's what it was. I don't think there were many in Brazil. Yeah. Because Brazil's biggest thing with like... Huh. They'd get too tempted with the hatred again. They're like, oh, these darkies, fuck. <laughs> Let's go to fucking... Well, yeah. Argentina's like Brazil, light. Brazil was one of the biggest ports of uh, slavery in what? history. Like African slaves, they have tons in Brazil. So that's that's why there's such a large black community in Brazil. Legit, huh? Yeah. That's like the Eaton Center of slavery back then, <laughs> huh? Just, dude, that's a fucking uh I don't know, actually I was gonna say West Edmonton Mall of it, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> but you go how'd you end up in Winnipeg? Like how'd how many up- 
mudbloods like you are in Winnipeg, just oh, probably cornering the construction business. I'm assuming half Brazilian, half Portuguese. Yeah, yeah bro. Man. Yeah. If I if I had any concrete issues at this house right now. I'd be like, I'll just wait till Nick comes here. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I've never worked with it, but there I'll are, tell you exactly what to do. There's a lot of Azorian Portuguese people in Toronto. I'm sure you knew that. Like, there's. I didn't. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I know so, Portuguese, uh-huh. Brazilian, the mixture. I don't know about. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, so there's a lar- There's little Portugal here in Toronto, mm-hmm. and there's a large population of Azorian people. You know what the Azores? No. Right? Okay, so there's the main. You know, Europe, the little edge before the Atlantic Ocean. There's Spain, then there's Portugal, kind of sandwiched next to it. Yes. Yes. The islands off the coast, those are the Azores. The islands of the Azores. Uh, do they count as Portuguese property? It's, it counts as Portugal. Okay. All right. It's like saying Alaska. Like gotcha. it's not a part of, it's not connected to the states. Yeah. But, but we, we got dips. We got dips. It's the <laughs> yeah. states, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like that's where Cristiano Ronaldo's from. He's from Madeira. It's no one, way. Yeah, yeah. So my mom is from this island called San Miguel. Okay. Yeah, right. It's the biggest island in, in the Azores. And it's it's like, diameter-wise, it's about the size of Winnipeg. Yeah. But because of the hills and the valleys, it takes fucking forever to get across. It takes like three hours to get across. Winnipeg, you can get across in like 45 minutes. Socially, like socioeconomically, uh-huh. like Lisbon versus the Azores. Is it like the backwards country people? In yeah, the yeah, yeah. The the mainlanders kind of look down on the, okay. the Azorians because they're like, oh, you guys are like hicks. And especially my mom grew up in like a farm town in the Azores. So she's like Alabama She's Portuguese. Amish Portuguese. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys come into Lisbon like, ah, oh, the big city. Yeah, yeah. She's Cajun Portuguese. That's, yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's what she is, yeah. so And so like back, I can't remember how long ago this was, but a volcano went off in the Azores and a lot of people needed to leave. And Toronto welcomed a lot of those Portuguese people, which is why there's such a big Portuguese community in Toronto. Oh, no way. Yeah. Really? We're talking probably what, like 40s, 50s, 60s? Yeah, around there. Around volcano time. (laughs) Dude, what about the Brazilian side? Oh, we just snuck in. The the Brazilian side was more so because uh, like, okay, so here's something about Canada. I'll take a lap around my point. A lot of people in Canada don't know what I am. And it's weird because if I go to the states, they're like, "Oh, you're Latino," like very clearly. Yeah, yeah. you are Mexican, and I and and do not attempt to tell me you are not. <laughs> when I went to Mexico, I was in Mexico for. We can get to that as well. But in America, people recognize I'm Latino. They go, "You're Latino, but you look a little black, uh, but you you're you're mixed." You, you, I know there's a lot, of, and I'm like, "Yeah, there's not many Latino people in Canada," so. They don't understand what the fuck I'm in. Winnipeg, people thought I was like a hipster white guy. Yeah. That's what they, they're like. We don't know. Yeah, like, what's with the fucking uh, <laughs> complexion, bro? Yeah, what's with the hair? Where'd you yeah. get that permed, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's called uh, my parents' jeans. That's. <laughs> but I'm like, you, you guys. They're like, what is that, a vinyl store that sells br- <laughs> fucking Americanos? Yeah, it's, uh, parents it's, it's, jeans. A, it's a new spot in the exchange district. They do hairstyles, you know? <laughs> uh, but it's, it's weird because the name Nicholas Bueno is very ethnic. Like especially if you not look, Nicholas. Well, if but, you look if you look at the spelling of Nicholas, there's no H. It's N I C O L A S. Yeah, is we, that like bi- biblical? What is? Well, that? it's the tell that it's ethnic because English, like Canadian American English spelling of Nicholas, hard H. H always in there. French Nicholas without an H. Spanish without an H. Portuguese without an H. Brazil, no place puts the H but Canada, America, and I think this uh, the UK. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a bit <laughs> and the punchline's coming. You're like no place puts the H. Except oh, the Izzo. <laughs> dude, I don't know what I mean. I yeah. really expected like a bunch to come. I didn't yeah. have one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're like, should I work? Do you think that it has legs? Yeah. Do you want to hear my other bits? <laughs> Just pull my fucking notebook out of my bag. Don't, yeah, don't you love when people tell you, dude, that like you'd say a... You just have banter in real life, and uh-huh. they go take that to the stage, and then you do, and it does it not work. You're like, Fuck shit. You. I had one moment with that where I told my buddy, I'm like, I don't want a pet because it's too much responsibility right now. Like I'm yeah. 23, I'm very selfish right now. Oh yeah. But I kind of want to be a pet uncle. 
like my friends have cool pets that if I go visit them, I can hang out with the pets, but I just then they don't come home with me. You know what I mean? It's like being the cool uncle but with pets. Dude, I just got a puppy yesterday. Oh, wow. That's Literally, cool. there's a puppy in there I, right I now. I saw that. I was going to ask so you. So much work, bro. Today was supposed to be sleeping day. It's like... <laughs> tick, 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 tick. And the the craziest part about it is that um, getting a puppy makes you realize how introverted you really are. Yes. Because the amount of people that are coming up to me, dude, is fucking making me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> deeply uncomfortable. Like, I'm sweating. I'm like... <gasps> like I'm like panicking dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like what's, leaving what's his name what's his name I'm like, can I pet him me? I you're like I wanna, I wanna go home. oh fuck I just missed the days when I would just fucking blend into the environment see I cause eventually I w- I'm gonna go to Florida I wanna get a pet raccoon cause you can own raccoons down there dude that sounds like a terrible idea <laughs> They're like little toddlers, but I just, I think they're so cute. And if I can find one that just sleeps all day, I'm totally going to get one. They're little like bandits, huh? Yeah. Raccoons. Toronto's got some badass ones. I've never Fat. seen one. Dude, Toronto's got crazy I know. They've got, raccoons. I've heard that it's like the raccoon capital of the world, but I mean, I live downtown, so. What about Hamilton? I don't see raccoons. When I lived in Milton, I, my neighbors had like, they lived in their trees. So like, they would always like peek their heads over the fence and they'd just be chilling. Milton raccoons. God damn, man. I couldn't even imagine a Milton raccoon. Yeah, I, I used to I used to date this girl. She sent me a video of her feeding a raccoon on a fence. I was like, I think I have to wife her now. Like <laughs> Do you, so you like truly like raccoons? I love raccoons. They're like my favorite animal. Why? They're cute. What's the appeal? They're super cute. But besides that, they're like have ca- you ever held one? No, I want to. They're like they're like cats and dogs, but wild. And they're like, they're really prone to get obese. So they're yeah. really funny yeah, looking yeah. when they're fat. Yeah, they're always fat. They're always fat. Yeah. And they got like the little hands that are really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever see, there's like a video. Oh, always. There's a video I like watching of this guy. He's got like a treat and he t- turns it in a circle. And the raccoon does like a little pirouette and then falls over on his ass. <laughs> but it's it's so smooth the way he does it. It looks like he's got a beanbag chair connected to him. And there's, then, no, there's no awkwardness. And then the next shot, he mauls a child. <laughs> It's like, yeah, well, let's edit that part out. Yeah, it's, they don't put that part the, on Instagram. We'll put that on Raccoon Mall's Child. We'll make two viral <laughs> videos out of this. The key is to stop editing right there. Well, I don't know if you if you know this, but in Korea, there are raccoon cafes. No way. Where you can just go and pet raccoons and eat, drink coffee. Dude, I've been to Japan, and in Tokyo, there was cat cafes where you just the same thing with cats. And it's it's it may sound therapeutic and whatever, but it's like uh-huh. a lot of people in there uh-huh. seeking the cutest cats who like don't really want... like. It's it's like going to a the club with the hottest chicks. Oh yeah, but with cats. So it's like, and you're not you're not like the most cat sought after people. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you just go there to be rejected by good looking cats, like fucking celebrity cats. Yeah, that's why you should go to the raccoon cafe because not as many people go there. Next time when I go to Korea, I'm gonna go to the. You fucking- got you got to do it because like in Korea and Russia, they're like pets. They're not wild animals. Really, I follow what happened here? a bunch of accounts you really fuck with raccoons oh yeah big oh, time shit. yeah man I, like there's this one raccoon i follow from korea he <laughs> sleeps 22 hours a day bro <laughs> what is he doing the other two i fucks <laughs> <laughs> sits in a laundry basket like he does he does nothing i'm like that's my perfect animal this is the like, real sloths oh yeah because they take he's so lazy they take him for walks they got a leash on him but he doesn't like he gives up so they take him in a stroller Wow, do you hear this shit, dude? What the fuck is going on, man? What happened with the raccoons in Canada? I think raccoons in like cities that that are like there's a lot of excess in the privileged cities, yeah. they get fat and fucking greedy because they're all there's so people like toss every half eaten pizzas and everything yeah. all over the place. Uh-huh. They're hot, you know what I mean? This is like this is the city of like opportunity for them. You yeah, know? it's the pop, land of opportunity. Posh living, big time, dude. Yeah, like, ah, and they just. 
I used to have mad raccoons that were on top of my house. You just hear them whenever you like quickly pull into the driveway. You just hear, you know, when like an animal tries to run too fast yeah. and they run in place. Yeah, all the time, fucking fat fucks. Yeah, the raccoons in Korea are like Buddha before he knew what suffering was. That's that's what they're like. Everything's perfect, laid out for them. Is this reference falling? Yeah, no, they're like uh, hedonistic raccoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like the. Did you ever watch Futurama? Yeah, yeah. Remember the hedonism robot? <laughs> bring, yeah. bring me another an, another grape, or uh, bring you uh, dip me in a bath of oils and cream. That, that's literally what Korean raccoons are like. Raccoons, Pet dude. raccoons, yeah, man, it's dope. Bro, last time I did a show with you, like some I don't remember if it was before the New Year or what. You're like, I'm moving to Mexico, man. Moving to Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, I they see kick, you, they and you're to like. Kick me out. What happened? So you were trying to move to Mexico. Yeah. When was this? This was March. I got there March 1st. Like a month ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so I had to leave March 13th. Well, I didn't have to, but they gave me... Okay, so here's how Mexico works. And this is... I remember telling somebody about this. They're like, that's so third world. And I'm like, it really is. So you get there. And, you get and you're to, not going to Cancun. You're going to like Mexico City. No, I went to I went to Puerto Vallarta, but I flew into Mexico City. Because at the same time, I also, I didn't know, apparently, if you fly directly to Puerto Vallarta or Cancun, it's much easier to get around this bullshit. Getting to Mexico City is where they catch you. And I didn't know this. So you get to Mexico City and they give you, they're like, okay, so what are you here for? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just here to check out Mexico. I'm not going to tell them, yeah, I'm moving here illegally because what the fuck? They're like, why do you have 19 bags yeah, and like, a raccoon? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and what? a family of raccoons. <laughs> And uh, so, like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I just want to check it out. You know, I want to stay here as long as possible. They're like, all right, okay, cool. Here's 50 days. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you got to leave in 50 days. I'm like, uh, okay. So I'm like, let me just do border runs. But I heard some stories of my other friends who were like, yeah, Canadians, they're really cracking down because there are so many Canadians staying there illegally that they're giving them like 50 days tops. And then if you come back, 30. Then if you come back, two weeks. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Do I really want to go through this or do I just call it quits and go back to Toronto and figure it out later? So I just called it quits. And I, I wrote a joke where I'm like, turns out Mexico doesn't like illegal immigrants. Just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Like, so you were there 13 days just chilling with the resort people? Yeah. And I tried to do stand up and also stand up there was really bad. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to get kicked down, it's going to be a huge headache and stand up here is really bad. And what's like I also, point? I also felt like I was on vacation. And you can't uh, own uh, raccoons down there. You're like, what's the upside? I forget. Besides the sun, I can always buy sombreros for the raccoons. Yeah. Like, I can always bring Mexico to the raccoon. I can't bring the raccoon. Vice versa, can't be <laughs> to done. Mexico, and it was beautiful. Like I was in Puerto Vallarta. It was beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. no, I've been to Cancun. Same type of vibe. Yeah. White sands, all that type Hot. of stuff. But I also felt like I'm like I'm I'm very neurotic and like ADHD and like obsessive. So I felt no. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? Uh, check my Instagram. Um, and uh, I felt like I was on vacation, and I was like, I can't sit still doing this. If the stand-up is bad. I feel like I'm on vacation, and they're gonna kick me out. I'm just calling it. The problem with down there is that um, were you living on a resort? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't. Like right off a resort, or like far from resort? It was close. It was very close. Yeah, it was very close. Because the resort living, the reason that I can't do all inclusive anymore, I've done it like two, three times. I can't do it anymore because, like, have you ever watched Westworld? No. <laughs> Both of you guys just like, no, no, sorry. We we game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, like, Westworld is, like, this sh- this idea of, like, a show where it's, like, the future, rich people, instead of, like, paying to go to fucking Morocco, they pay to go into this world that's, like, with these humanoids that are, like, perfect-looking humans, essentially, mm-hmm. that are, like, in village style. Yeah. And you, like, pillage them. And it doesn't count as real rape or whatever the fuck because they're not, they're robots. That's right? how you see Mexico. Yeah. So, no, no, that's not how I see Mexico. <laughs> yeah. This is, of course, uh, you I just mean, do whatever you if want you to don't them. see the parallels between Mexicans yeah. and humanoids, then they're not, I, I don't know what to tell you. They're you know? not I, real. I don't people. know what to tell you. Yeah. 
But like the the thing is, every day, no matter what fucking degeneracy happens, every day the the robots reset. Oh, it's a new yeah. Every morning it's new. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I felt on at Cancun at all these things. It's like the most debauchery would fucking happen, and then the next yeah. morning you look out of your like balcony, and it's the same bartender making cervezas. Like nothing changed. Wow. It's like nothing is recorded. Nothing is different. I feel like did I even live what happened yesterday? Is anything? Is time moving? What the fuck? Like it, we're not building. We're just resetting. <laughs> I the one thing I didn't like about Mexico was like they the garbage the garbage men would do their job at one a.m. Yeah, like, like why the fuck are you doing this? And like everything is. You ever seen that? Uh, you ever seen a Family Guy episode where they first hire Consuela? Yeah, and like Peter's just sitting there reading the newspaper, okay. and she turns and she turns on like the radio, and it's just like this dude screaming yeah. in Spanish. That's what it's like all the time, all the time. It's just uh, people are always screaming all the time. As you see chickens running around. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that shit. No, I was in Mexico. I went yeah. outside the resort. There was mad chickens running around. I like that shit. I almost got chased by wild dogs. That was fun. I did kind of get chased by wild dogs. That was fun. I was running. I ran up like the mountain, and I remember there was this place called Terra Noble, which I went the day before, and it's like this like retreat kind of like hippie place. And I was like, I'll just run there because they had a beautiful view. And I ran, and I saw these dogs. I'm like, oh, dogs! And I saw the look in their eye. Like three seconds later, I'm like, I should turn around now. Yeah, they're stray, <laughs> like rabied, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyes are all red. I'm like, oh fuck! And they're like, yeah. So they're like running with me because they're fast as fuck. And yeah. I, was like, I had to give them the work. You Hardened know? by yeah. yeah like the, the, are you a runner? Well, I used to play college sports, so I'm yeah. like, yo, the bas- the college basketball ladder drills are coming in handy. Yeah. Like, let me just give them this work. Quick. That Richard Pryor low run. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do like a, a quick stutter step, like yeah. a spin move. Like, get off me, bitch. <laughs> then I go, oh, shit, this guy, this guy can hoop. This yeah. guy's triple A. I think this guy was started. Yeah, this is why I got the scholarship. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Get, get, get. Yeah, give him a quick in and out hesitation. They just like fall over each other, break some dog ankles. Yeah. Were there anybody? Yeah, you Kobe'd, <laughs> you Kobe'd some Mexican dogs. Yeah, out almost, there. almost posted them up. Yeah, like, get, get, get. yeah, give me the rock, fam. Um, were there any other like Canadian? Not even Canadians, but were there any Tons. other people trying? I know there's a lot of Canadians there, but were there any other people trying to like live there that you ran into? Yeah. Like yeah. trying to do what you're doing? Yeah, there were. There was a guy from New York. He was the only other stand-up there. Nice guy. Keenan Steiner. Really good guy. Good stand-up too. Uh, he, he's just like, I was like, why are you down here? He's like, because it's cheap to do this. He's like, because it's a lot easier to be a stand-up full-time when you're in Mexico. How so? Because like, Would he fly out every, and do stand-up? And no, he just, he, just, he just lived there. Yeah? Like he just, and did all his stand-up there. Yeah. How many stage opportunities are there? Fuck, man. Like two a week. Then Maybe. how does he how does he mean that? I, don't I, th- get I that. have no. I think he's he also does like freelance copywriting. But I also just think that I, I no <laughs> freelance copyright. I feel like that's ninety five percent of what he's doing. Everything in Mexico is super cheap. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I've like, been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Ubers. I remember the Ubers like fifty seven pesos to get across town. That's like two dollars. Yeah, or like three dollars. I'm like, dude, this is cheaper than the bus. <laughs> he's like, it's surging right now too. Yeah, literally. Fuck, man. Literally I want to go out to Mexico so bad. Actually, bro, I'm going down to... um. So I'm going to Podfest yeah. in May. First time I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Orlando, so I'm trying to hook up some spots. We've been talking about that because you just yeah. came back from Orlando. But my buddy, my old roommate back when I used to live in Detroit, he lives in Key West now. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to fly down to Key West first mm-hmm. for two days, and I'm amped for that, nice. which is pretty much Mexico. Like, Basically. In the sense of like geographically. Essentially. Dude, and I'm amped for that shit, man. Yeah, that, Have you ever been to Key West? No, I haven't. It's pretty cool down there, I've heard, huh? Apparently, it's called the Island of Misfit Toys or some shit, according to <laughs> Nick Swartzen. Like, because he lived there a year and a half during COVID. Oh, yeah. A- apparently, so many people, and like, and uh, I think the same thing with my buddy, too. 
So many people go to Key West for one reason or another, and they just fucking stay there. Interesting. Yeah, it's like Fort McMurray of the South, I guess, or some <laughs> shit. You know, do that just like Fort McMurray, like the money. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. actually, no, no, scratch that. Fort McMurray is the opposite. Where do they go in and they run away as yeah, quickly as possible? Yeah, they run away as far as they can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's like Banff. To suicide. Is it like th- Banff? Do, do people do that in Banff? No, no, it must be, must be like Whistler. Yeah, there you we know, go. Yeah, there you go. We found it. We found it. Yeah, we, we had to, it took us a while, but we got there. You been to Whistler? No, I haven't. How? All Australians. Yeah? Packed with us. Every person, every bartender, every waiter, Australian. They all do this two-year program between Canada and Australia, and they all go to Whistler. They all go come to Canada, and they all go to Whistler. Interesting. Dude, everyone's like, you know, right, Reddit order? It's like every fucking person. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. going on, dude? Interesting. Australians are like an interesting crowd, dude. Because I mean, like the thing I've heard about Banff is like people just go to Banff to go, go like ski and do coke and bang, and then I don't know how long they stick. There. I went in the summer, you know. Oh yeah. So we could just do coke and bang. Yeah, you exactly. Know I mean? Yeah, just take no. the skiing right out of it. And I just went with the boys, so it was just coke. You yeah, know that? we banged each other. Yeah, it's yeah. Not- well, you know, it's coke, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gay. We we're coked out, right? Yeah, it's not gay if you're high. But we're like. Just ziplining and fucking going up the gondolas and whatever, and it's like hiking and uh-huh. shit like that. Like went in the summer, uh-huh. and there's like a boutique type of town. It's like you could, it's so pricey. Oh. You could tell this is like this is like white people fucking Mecca right here. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? This like, is like that is the their, peak of whiteness. That's right their here. Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this is the homeland. <laughs> Just Patagonia sweaters and, yeah, literally. And, and, and pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, white person rite of passage. Yeah, when you, when you like, turn 23, you have to go to You Banff. do the crossing in Banff. <laughs> the rite of passage. Yeah, you go do coke with your credit card in Banff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At some ski resort. Yeah, and that's that's the same thing. And you wear that festival headband. Yeah. My buddy had a, had a wedding in Banff, which is like the whitest thing ever. It's oh, yeah. beautiful, objectively beautiful. I'm not talking about Oh, Banff is awesome. Yeah, I've never been, but... Banff is the first time I've ever been to a place where I was like, yo, I recognize two or three default windows. Yeah. Yeah. Scr- like, yeah. like wallpapers. The default wallpapers, one of them is Lake Simcoe. For sure. I'm like, yo, I saw that this was Windows 98. I've seen this shit, yo. <laughs> this is when I fucking booted up Windows 98. This is what I was looking at. I, I've seen this shit before. Yeah. They've got a bunch of crazy lakes. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to Switzerland, but that's Banff. Like, Switzerland is just. A whole country that is like Banff. Uh-huh. Fucking crazy. The bluest water. Like, it's a crazy crime to pollute the water in Switzerland. Crazy blue. Like, stunning. Like, Switzerland is beautiful as fuck. Perfect, but kind of boring as shit. That's, my, I like Mexico. It's like, you need that chaos yeah. of, the Mex- of the chickens and well, shit. Well, my, uh, my friend, he's 70. He's dying of cancer. He's Your got buddy is for- 70? Yeah. How do you have a seven-year-old friend? Uh, he used to be my counselor. Then we just kept talking when he retired. Is he a pedophile? Not Have really. you watched Jimmy Seville? No, I haven't. But yeah. it's, it's consensual, so it can't be pedophilia. Ooh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I was fucking him, so what does that count? He's a bottom sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, he's like, because he's dying of cancer right now. He's like, yeah, my sister and I want to go travel to Scotland, but like, because they both got cancer. He's like, if the cancer gets really bad, we might just like do assisted suicide in Switzerland. I was like, that's the way to go. Oh, 100%. For, that's the way to go. He's a... Uh, him and his sister got cancer. Yeah, she's got. I think she's got brain cancer, and he's got uh, he's got um, colon cancer. Or, That's the shit luck of the draw. Or what? No, what? What was? What's the when you need the catheter? Why the fuck can I think of the word? Like uh, pancreatic. Prost- got prostate. Cancer. Prostate. Yeah, he's got prostate cancer. God damn! Is this in Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, yeah back in Winnipeg. And is this like? Is there like? 
polluted water out there? What's going on? No, he just didn't get uh, <laughs> old people get cancer, man. Uh, no, he just he, he's like, I didn't get a physical for like eleven years. Turns out I had cancer for six. Goddamn! They always warn guys too about the yeah, about, about the always, prostate cancer. The always. Whole, he just needed a. He's like, and I was getting a finger in the ass too. They just they didn't know. Yeah, they just didn't what look. The, they didn't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, they're like, there's something in there. He's like, yeah, there is. <laughs> But that's fucked like, it's up. It's gonna though. come out too. Uh, he was a high school counselor. No, he was. Uh, he was like through Blue Cross. Mm. Yeah. Well, why was Blue Cross counseling counseling you? Like family? Like no. Well, trouble I mean, counseling? I, I was like, I like, I had a bunch of mental health issues when I was younger, and yeah. so like, I went to a psych ward. And He's shit. like, now I just have a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've knocked some off the list. Oh, you had it? Went to a psych ward? Yeah, what? yeah, I did like for three days. Oh goddamn! What happened? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I jerked off a lot when I was in the psych ward. That's basically it. Okay, but that's not at the psych ward. At the psych ward. Yeah, yeah. but pre prior. So yeah, I, I mean, that got you committed. The, the short answer was I was at a place in life where I didn't have anything going for me. Yeah. And I got cut from my high school basketball team, which kind of like, and I eventually I transferred schools, and we ended up knocking my old team out of the playoffs. It was a great time. Um, I shouldn't have been cut, but whatever. I got cut, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I really don't. Like, this is all I had, like, basketball. And so like just, Basketball was your thing. All I had. All I had. Since so a I, young age. I oh, cut, yeah, I remember. You had glasses. And goggles. You had a whole bit. Goggles yeah, and go. everything. I was yeah, super yeah. unathletic, super annoying. It was yeah. great. Um, and so I was like, I don't really have friends here. I don't really have high self-esteem. Uh, I'm not doing well with school. I don't like school. So it was, it was really tough for me. I got, I got in a really bad spiral, and so I kind of told my counselor, you know, I was having suicidal thoughts. And she's like, all right, cool. And she, like, called my dad. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm going to call your dad. I'm like, can you call somebody else? So, like. My dad's like an immigrant with his own yeah. emotional He's fucking He's like, don't issues. kill yourself, faggot. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. <laughs> no, he wouldn't even go that. He would just he would just like pretend I didn't say anything. I'd be like, dad, I think I'm going to kill myself. I'd be like, so what did you do in school today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just completely yeah, deviate. Yeah, completely uh, deviate. My, yeah, I couldn't even. I My relationship with my parents, I could never say some shit like that. Yeah. To be like, I'm having, like I could never say, like it's either I say a positive thing or I just don't say anything. Yeah. That's our relationship. You that talk, we can't talk negative. Do you talk about like placeholder stuff? Like sports is a big thing for my family. Yeah. Then my family, it's religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. That That's the big placeholder <laughs> there. It's like you're having trouble. The prophet once said trouble is to the grain of sand as the eye is to, like what the fuck are you saying i'm gonna blow my brains up <laughs> when i was growing when i was in high school and stuff sometimes i'd ask my dad for advice just to, just to test to see if it still worked and he'd be like you know nicholas in the bible and i'm like okay it still works that's good <laughs> yeah was he religious and, oh yeah yeah i grew up super catholic oh i love it super catholic i, like, love I went it. to catholic schools my whole life except for grade 12 uh, i went to church every sunday um i didn't did you really really believe in subscribing it i did yeah and when did it switch um, when I left the Catholic school like between grade 11 and 12. Yeah. Cause like one of the things when I was in grade nine, one of our religion teachers told us, he's like, yeah, being gay is just like a disease. Okay. And we're, I was just like, oh yeah, of course. Like I just accepted He's like it. being gay is a disease. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, he's like, so don't go near father Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but get your prostate checked all the time. I though. do it for free after school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a disease. Uh, but so, yeah, yeah. So I just as I kind of left that environment, and it's funny. I, I like my priest and I talked a bunch. Yeah, my, some of my closest friends are my former counselor, my priest. I love that. Dude. I know. Yeah, it's you're great. a comedian, fucking born to be. I know. I know. You're so, just there with like at the game. <laughs> you're just watching playoffs with your fucking seven year old friend, the priest. Like fuck yeah. I was talking to him, and he was like, uh, Matthew four twenty, suck this. <laughs> We were talking just about like, because uh, I was like, I don't know, you know, a lot, a lot of people at St. Paul's told me, that, you know, being gay is wrong. That seems kind of ridiculous that God would make us like that and then send us to hell. He's like, yeah, it's fucking retarded. I was like, the priest said that. Yeah. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, aren't you not supposed to say that? He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, dude, I'm the priest. What are people going to say? Oh, you're a bad priest? Suck it. 
Wow. So you had like a badass that he had like yeah. a Marlboro pack at the <laughs> uh, at the in his sleeve. He was on a Harley revving while he said, yeah, he, fuck it, dude. <laughs> he was like a bro kind of because I remember because his dad died like a decade or and a half ago. And he I remember once this is like four or five years ago. I was helping him out for something after church on Father's Day. And he's like, what are you doing right now? I was like, oh, nothing. I got nothing planned for today. He's like, you want to come over and watch a movie? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we like watch Napoleon Dynamite. Dude, this is in Winnipeg. Yeah. That's crazy. I never came across any religious, cool Muslim figure like this. Yeah. This is like Christianity is just cooler like that in that sense. Like where there's like people can be more on the fence. Yeah. You know, like one time I did an episode of the podcast like 80 episodes ago. We were talking about like the idea of a gay imam. Mm-hmm. And someone sent me a link of like, there's a Somali imam in Australia who's gay, and then people were like, how? Like people were like outraged, like uh-huh. that's fucking oxymoronic. That you know contradicts all this, this and that, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like nobody is saying that about this priest. Mm-hmm. No one's like outraged by that. Everyone's like, oh, that's sick, right? Like, well, it's, it's they'd be th- able to get more of these like young Muslim kids if uh-huh. one of these fucking imams just started being cooler, you know? Yeah, they're just all by the book, like Old Testament, like mm-hmm. Quran. Yeah. Quran's never like rewritten, so it's all like Old Testament. Don't backbite. Do not check your ch- check your children's room. You are their parents. You must check the drawer. You must check for the drug. Da da da. <laughs> Do not do the weed. Do not this. Yeah. The girl is the... I don't like all this shit, you know? Well, one like, of the, I also fuck. had like a bunch of like... I had an older cousin who was pretty Catholic. And he's like, yeah, dude, like that's... Because uh, I when I was in grade 12 at the public school, I was dating this girl and she really wanted to have sex. And I was like, I was just coming out of Catholic schools and like, I didn't know what to do. So I asked my cousin. He's like, you should just do it. I'm like... Yeah, he's, he's like, like hidden quitter, bro. Matthew four twelve. Well, yeah, it's actually John three sixteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you read it backwards. Uh, and so he was like, "Yeah, man. Well, the thing is, like, you know, let's say the Catholic version of God is all loving, all knowing, all forgiving, and all compassionate, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "He'll get it." I was like, "Okay, we're done." See, I did not have any of that. <laughs> it's just like you know, it's either people being like just fucker, ah, and they're like selling drugs they're like yeah they're going in a direction they're going in a direction that like i don't want i'm like oh fuck him is that Uh am i also gonna be at like fucking metro trying to steal mr (laughs) noodles they're like fuck it just bro i used to get head in the bathroom like you're not living a life i want to like bro it's a movie bro it's a movie or the person's like don't this is a test from god this is a test don't yeah. you focus on that. Like it's either that or that. I never had some guy who was succeeding and was just like, it's all good. It just did. No one was like that to me. Well, it's, it's the idea of also like uh, when I was talking to a couple of other religious people that I'm close with, they're like, everybody's fucking though. Like everybody. I'm like, everybody, they're like everybody. Because one of the, this uh, one of my cousin's friends, he's close to the priest in Alberta. And the Albertan priest like, yeah, I'm getting it on. Like I like I have hoes like. I know priests who are gay who have like dudes. Like how the ones who don't are the ones who fuck kids. Yeah, that's how exactly. it goes. Because like he's like it's illogical and ridiculous. By the way, something red is flashing there. I'm not sure if that's. Yeah, that's it's yours is not recording by the it's, way. It's a bomb, right? Yeah, it's not recording. Yeah, welcome to the immigrant section. We want to give you the authentic experience. <laughs> we all just die. Hello, Akbar. We're just in the pearly gates. Oh fuck! My I'd, episode. I'd be I'd be cool with uh, I, I just as I reach the pearly. As gates. long as you as long as it posts somehow. Did, did it release? Somehow. Tag me. Yeah, exactly. Can we make, can we there. make it a collaborator yeah. post? Fuck, bro. I'll I'll accept. I'll review and accept. I will accept. 
but yeah. like you're right you're yeah, right like the it, idea it, of celibacy it goes against human nature it's because yeah. it used to be that they used to fuck like crazy uh-huh. the priests used to like be in wives they'd be in like Dude, every chick like crazy so then they're like ah, oh, uh no no more uh, sex the, the angel just came and told me there was a mistake in the scripture we must not you must not fuck but boys will come and give you confessions every day. Well, it's it's the idea of like, this is how I know it's all kind of BS. Dude, or not BS, but just like <laughs> heavily biased, right? Uh, do you know how many councils it took for the Bible to be written? No. So many. I can't remember the exact councils. number. Councils. Okay. So, like meetings. Yes. So okay. when the Bible was written, uh, it was written at a time where Christians were being persecuted for being Christians. Like a heavy persecution of Christians. Wait, so Christianity became came before the Bible? Wouldn't, the, wouldn't it be like, here's the... The Bible, well, there's, this is Christianity. There's scripture, okay, and there's writings, and there's the Old Testament. Yeah, and the Old Testament was the first combination of everything. The, it's the first book, right? It's yeah. the first part, and then if yeah. I if I remember it's correctly, of secrets. well, they they have to kind of put it all together, right? Because like don't. The, the I'm not a huge Harry Potter <laughs> yeah, fan, but exactly. so the Bible was written. I can't remember when it was written, but it's the idea that way back it, it needs to be put together, right? Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's consistent. If it was just like okay, uh, we have these writings and we're just going to put them together and that's going to be that. It can get misinterpreted so many times. And especially the one thing that I appreciate about Catholicism, the one thing that I really uh, like about Catholicism, it's it's consistent, it's thought out, and it's educated. Like to be a priest, you need your, your BA in philosophy and theology. You need it. You need four years of a university degree of that. To be a pastor in like a Mennonite, uh, con- you just need a hammer. You just yeah. You literally need yeah. a like an untouched dick. You got a saw. And you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you can the go top to guy. you can go to Briarcrest in yeah. Karenport, Saskatchewan, yeah. for a year, and you get your diploma. By the way, they offered me a basketball scholarship there. The only thing in Karenport, Saskatchewan, is Briarcrest and a subway connected to a gas station. Actually, anyway, he's yeah. like, our women still have bushes. <laughs> Consider it. I would have killed. You're my, like I won't. I would have killed myself. But yeah. uh, so back to it. The Bible was written uh, by. There were a lot of councils. There were a lot of people involved in the process. For example, like, do you know who Jesus' best friend was? Uh, Muhammad? (laughs) (laughs) Depends which Bible you read. Uh, (laughs) It it was Mary Magdalene. Okay. She was a a prostitute. Oh, he was getting that pussy from day one. I I wrote this joke where it's like, uh, you know, they're making a second Passion of the Christ. It's coming out in 2024. And like, what are they going to put in the second movie? I haven't already seen, right? Like, oh, when Jesus sees Mary Magdalene, yeah, I've already seen it on Pornhub. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mel twice. Gibson, yeah, Mel Gibson doesn't need to be involved, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's like, okay, so Jesus is a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man, and his best friend's a prostitute. Okay, one, he's hitting it. Two, why does she not have a book in the Bible? If I died, my best friend better get a fucking say in writing this book that has a lot to do with worshiping me and chronicling my life. Because she's a chick, dude. It's back then. Yes. Man. And also, there was also a, a book according to Thomas never got put in. He was a disciple. Oh, and he was the one snitching and telling it exactly no, how he was it a doubt, was. No, he was a doubter. That's, oh, he was Judas, a hater. Judas was the snitch. Okay, no. Judas was the rat. But but this guy was a hater. He was, so, yeah, so, he was, he was hating Thomas. Hate, so hating ass Thomas. Jesus was running with a lot of questionable people, right? This, no, he wasn't the snitch. He was the hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But he was at the Last Supper, though? Yeah, he was. Let's get the picture. Let's see this nigga right here. I yeah. want to. I want to put eyes on this. He was. He was the one who. If you know, can, the sh- can you point him out? If we see the Last Supper right now, maybe. Yeah, I know. I need to see the picture. And does the Last Supper? Do we know who Judas is? Yes, yes. He's the one to the side talking. They just talking shit. Yeah. But yeah. wouldn't that be the hater? Actually, I guess that's kind of the snitch. 
Well, because here's if you know the the story of the resurrection, here we are, Easter weekend, talking about Good Friday, right? On Good Friday, I have no idea even what that means. Is that what Good Friday is? Good Friday is the day Jesus died, which is weird. Why is it called Good Friday? Holy Thursday is the day that Jesus washed the apostles' feet, and so that was the Last Supper. So, so the people that followed him were his apostles. Yeah, he had twelve twelve apostles, and their feet were just dirty as fuck, so dirty. And he was just like, "You are my people. Have a seat." His foot fetish was. Burning that day because Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was like <laughs> she was in Mexico, but she was out of town. She He's was like, on a girls' trip. She was at Vegas beat. with the girls. Okay, um, okay. Which one of these motherfuckers here is? Think, okay, so which one is Judas? I think Judas is that one right there. Snitch ass nigga. Yeah, snitch ass dude, bro. And I, I can't. I don't know which one Thomas is, but I know Peter is. Uh, Peter was the apostle. I think that's him, but I, I can't be too entirely sure. Because Peter, uh, on Holy Thursday, Jesus told him. Holy Thursday, okay, so essentially, the, the Last Supper, Jesus calls the disciples together. They do the Last Supper. He washes all their feet. Peter says, Lord, uh, I sh- you should not be washing my feet. I should be washing yours. And Jesus says, no, I'm a servant to everybody. So that kind of thing. <laughs> and then Jesus tells Peter... Before the cock crows, and yes, they say cock in every mass. They and everyone's, don't say, everyone's like, hey, all the kids are. <laughs> the subliminal messages in Catholic Church are off the charts. Yeah. He goes, you will deny me three times. And Peter goes, I would never. And so when Jesus gets arrested, when Judas And then he goes, I would never. I would never. I would never. He's like, oh, fuck. There's God. a lot of gay imagery now, happened, now that yeah. I think about it. When the cock crows, Judas kisses him. That's how they know who to arrest. He kisses him on the cheek. A kiss on the breast. <laughs> the manliest of kisses, a said kiss Judas in the priest. On the phallus. Uh, no, <laughs> notice how no, none of the food is on the plates number one like put the we got empty plates and food all over the fucking place number two <laughs> what kind would you ever want to be at a dinner like this no one is paying attention to jesus he's in the middle he's like oh these are my friends <laughs> this is my life and everyone's like look at him look at this nigga right here yo 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 you know you heard he cleaned the other niggas apart his feet yo my feet dirty as fuck this nigga didn't even looked at me he didn't even wash my hands he didn't want shit wild, Jesus. wild as fuck that like the savior of like the world and god's son is giving them his body and blood and they're like nah we're just gonna do other things right now wow and jesus did not have diverse friends at all too look at that all they're all white, all white and they're very greek looking all honkies know? man that's a that's a honky ass crew he's running with he'd get canceled right now for that I'll tell you this that, one's that definitely not. Thomas. This one's definitely. Look at that fucking face, bro. I know the one that's, who is deceiving you, Jesus. That's hate. Wash energy. my feet, and I will tell you the truth. <laughs> so yeah, so Jesus he goes uh, and he basically when Jesus gets arrested, Judas shows up at the high priests and uh, and he kisses Jesus and they arrest Jesus for blasphemy and so uh, uh, because of the kiss because Judas tells him I will kiss the one you know who you should arrest. Judas basically is one of his. So it's like basically <laughs> if, if, if Dante if Dante sna- uh, snitched Dante's you out, Inferno snitch you out to the yeah the seventh level it's it's ice cold baby. <laughs> if he went to the the Toronto police and was like I'm gonna show you the one with the corduroy hat is the one you should arrest and then he sits down in here and then one of the ops comes in and they arrest you right so Judas is with Jesus they knew he was one of his boys he sells Jesus down the river Jesus gets arrested while he's in jail Peter's sitting outside and somebody goes hey you were like his boy right and he goes no I wasn't and then he goes hey this guy he's a one of his disciples and he goes no I've never seen Jesus before and then he does it a third time and then the cock crows and then he goes and weeps bitterly that's so funny it's like and he says it a third time like, and yeah, like, ah, the prophecy. Yeah, literally. And literally. then when did he get fucking like stoned to the cross or fucking Jesus? Nailed? Yeah, was uh, that Good how- Friday? Yeah, today. So they nailed him to the cross. Yeah, the 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 the, the authorities at the time. Yes, and they were Jewish. Yes, Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. Yes. So 
people always go, the Jews nailed him. So he himself was Jewish. Christianity didn't spawn until, comes from the Torah. until Jesus rose from the dead. And then more people started following him. So really quickly, back to the Bible. One of the reasons why the Bible is written as strongly as it is, like uh, unless you follow Jesus, you, have, you will not have eternal salvation, is because, let's put it this way, from a humanity standpoint, right? We're in the year... Uh, 2022. No, like let's say we're in the year 400 uh, AD. And we're like, okay, we need to convert people to this religion... Uh, but they're being murdered for being Christian. You need to raise the stakes. You know what I mean? Like, wh- how you convince somebody, be a Christian. Why? Because it's fun. Well, I'm going to get killed for it. So, no. Be a Christian. Why? Well, you're not going to have eternal salvation if you don't. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, you remember Jesus. You remember his miracles. You remember the, the teachings and all that stuff. They converted some, you know, Christians are called messianic like, you remember Jews. that shit that happened just enough generations back that <laughs> for sure no one saw it? Yes, that guy did some things and you should... Give up everything for that. Essentially. Yes. So Christians are called Messianic Jews, Jews who follow the Messiah. And so Good Friday comes Jesus in the morning, Pontius Pilate, who was basically like the executioner or the judge at the time. Uh, every year on Passover, um, they they have they can release one prisoner from jail. And so Pontius Pilate's big thing was he was a pussy. Like he didn't he wanted to be liked over everything. So he kind of I can relate to this guy. <laughs> he kind of wants. This is a guy's a comedian. He know? wants to wash his hands clean. So he goes to the crowd of people and he he well he he interrogates Jesus and he asks him like what went wrong or what did you do and Jesus kind of gives him like these very like stoic godlike answers and he goes to the crowd and he goes I see nothing wrong with this man and they go no uh, crucify him free Barabbas instead Barabbas is like a murderer rapist and the people are like yeah free that guy instead and so he goes okay who do you guys want to free jesus christ or barabbas and they go free barabbas so barabbas goes off and then they yeah they whip jesus they give him a crown of thorns they beat him uh he has to carry the cross all the way up to calvary hill which is like i have no fucking idea how long um, and then there's the Stations of the Cross, which I used to have memorized. I don't anymore. This is how bored people were back in the day. I had to make a show of these punishments. <laughs> he will he will be... The, the A card will be placed on his head from 2 to 2.30. 3 to 4, he shall be bearing the cross. 4 to 5, we will take a small intermission. <laughs> 5 to 7, the yeah. cross will be nailed against his back. Yeah. So Dude, let me just say real quick... This is why educators, like religious educators, should be a little cool, smoke a little weed, because you'll educate the fuck out of the young people. Literally. I don't know a quarter of what you're saying <laughs> in Islam and like Islamic lore, and I was raised in it religiously, uh-huh. hardcore, where there was no minimal knowledge. Yeah. It was all about just recite this, memorize this, let's not talk about what it means, pray five times a day. Like, There's no education uh-huh. like... It's all just recitation and prayer and this and that. And you're just like, you have a fucking deep understanding, bro. Yeah. This is some fucking, this is like a university paper, right? I, this is more I than I've t- ever known tons about, of essays about this stuff. Catholicism. By the way, real quick, going yeah. back to, you said how many councils, how many oh, meetings they had. Oh, yeah. So it's essentially, basically, they had a bunch of councils together to determine, because there were a lot of books that were in contention for what went in the Bible. Yeah, book of John, book of this. Yeah, all that shit. And so they eventually decided what is best for the Bible to be put in. So essentially, that kind of shows me that like there's a lot of human bias because like that was their council at that time putting that shit in the Bible in that place, right? And one of the reasons, so this is a brief synopsis as to why premarital sex is deemed bad by the Catholic Church, right? Let's start first with masturbation. Faulty science, they thought it was killing babies. And also, when you were young at the time, you were married. So if you're a woman, you're considered property, so you don't get sexual agency. And if you're a man, you have multiple wives, and when you're young, you're already getting married. So why the fuck would you masturbate? By the time you hit puberty, you're already getting a wife. 
fuck her. Yeah. Have kids. Yeah. And fuck many women. Yeah. Right? And so extending that, premarital Which sex is... Which is the new uh, rapper's motto. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't don't beat off. Fuck her. Have kids and have many hoes. Dude, the, the Catholic Church. The parallels. Was, the Catholic Church would be a wicked Migos ghost right Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Judas. Yeah. 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 Deception. Oh, clean my feet. Nigga to the feet. Ooh, ooh, ah, 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 yeah. Mary Magdalene. Prostitutes. Yeah. Fuck that bitch twice. Ooh. Yeah. Also, Ew, is, is, is it not sketchy that like when Jesus was like seven years old to when he was 30, that's not documented in the Bible at all? So it was documented from birth when, to seven. When he was a kid. Like yeah. when he was a kid and then yeah. when he's 30 and on. There's like 20. No, like, oh, don't, that 23 years, don't. Yeah. That was his whole Jesus period. Was don't even. He was, he, was finding, he was finding himself, growing his hair out, fucking memorizing like fucking uh, like Pink Floyd albums yeah. and shit <laughs> like that. Dude, that's fucking wild. And you know what's funny? In, in, uh, in Islamic lore, they say that the Quran came from like the angel Jibreel mm -hmm. to like Moses I think and like he went and told someone and they like wrote it out yeah so and that's obviously not what happened yeah it was obviously a th group of the, the high scholars yeah took together all the stories and put it together in the same kind of way that all of them were done yes but at least in Catholicism stuff you guys know you have a backtrack of like yeah, yeah we put the stories together when Islam like I know it, God said it to him one guy who's yeah. illiterate and he memorized this fucking, what, three, four hundred page. That just sounds like Arabic Mormonism. Yeah. You ever, you ever heard that, how the Book of Mormon came to be? No, I do. I want to watch the play. I heard it's incredible. So how the Book of Mormon came to be is because Joseph Smith was visited by an angel. Yes. And the angel talked to him and he wrote the Book of Mormon. But oh, no, only, this is what I've learned. But only he could yes. read it and only he could understand it. So he is the only one who could write it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that type of stuff. You're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. But like, at least just tell me it was like the smartest people at the time. Uh -huh. Like, I still know like very stoic people who are like, they believe it fully. Where it's uh -huh. like, isn't it funny how like in the evolution of human beings, right when our brains got to this capacity and we all congregated in small villages and societies, mm -hmm. that that's the exact time that we defined the history of everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if there was like, if there was a book of religion that came 50,000 years before people could read or write, I'd be like, oh, fuck, let's, what the fuck? Yeah. Let's look at that shit, you know yeah. what I mean? But it came right at this time where everyone's like, has the same brain capacities as us now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this shit was put together, what, 2000, 1500 yeah. to 2000 like that, years ago? Yeah. Same brain. We've had the same brain capacity and everything for like 10,000 years. Biologically, we're like the same, mm -hmm. over 10,000 Well, think, think about it like this, right? Because like those people before that time, probably passed on their stories and they have the same teachings. It's all a collection of stories because humans remember nothing but, yeah. but stories. But it's interpreted from when those people could start reading and writing and when politics came in to be, right? Because like, again, uh, like back just to wrap up the premarital sex thing, like masturbation's wrong because of those reasons. Premarital the sex keynote. is also, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let I me got, land this thing, bro. I gotta get this off. Yeah. Uh, also seen as wrong because as a man, you're like, you're married to, mo you, got, you got hoes. If you're a woman, you're property. So like, why would you be having premarital sex? It makes no sense. So, as a woman, just in general, because yeah. like a guy, why would you be having premarital sex? Because you haven't even gone through puberty. He's like, just get one. Dog. Yeah, well, you haven't even gone through puberty yeah. yet, and you're gonna get hoes anyway. Yeah. You're a woman, you don't have sexual agency, and you're not going through puberty yet. So, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so it makes sense. Yeah, from so that it, point of view, when, when you break it, it's kind of like. Uh, have you ever read like um, like books about the red pill and like? No, but I've read Huckleberry Finn, <laughs> the original red pill. So, so Mark Twain. <laughs> so the red pill talks about like. Uh, are you I mean, talking about Reddit, red pill, blue pill shit? Well, uh, yeah, essentially. You ever heard of the book The Rational Male? Uh, yeah, is this like 
this is like one of those auxiliary books of like the uh of like the game and shit like that right essentially like all that like we are men this is how we are to become the the rational male is more so about like awareness general awareness as a man of how dating really works that's what it says. And I, I think like there's I'm like 80-20 on it. Like there's 20% I'm like, nah. There's 80% where I'm like, this is really good. And he basically talks about like he uses evolutionary psychology to kind of break down how men and women operate in dating and sex. And when you kind of free yourself from, you know, I really like them, from your emotions, you can kind of see uh, the inner workings and pull back the curtain of how things really work. That's kind of how I view religion. Where it's like, oh, you know, you believe it in yes, yes, Lord and God, and this is my life. But it's like when you break it down, it's like what is the spirituality that works for you based on your upbringing, based on your current beliefs, based on how willing you are to change, based on how you identify, based on values, blah, 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 blah. That's really like my, my personal opinion with what happens when we die in religion. I think whatever you think happens, happens. I think our mind is so powerful and we create our own realities, whether it's here on the physical plane or in the afterlife afterwards, because who really knows what happens? And we are energy, right? Like does energy die? I think it just gets transferred. So whatever you convince yourself of happens, that's what happens. Actually, Noor Kidwai has got a bit that says exactly that. <laughs> I just heard it yesterday. He's like, you just be... Eddie does an energy dance. He goes like, what? Some of us believe they're energy. They're just energy. Up there. <laughs> like, this energy dance is so fucking funny. But yeah, like he's actually got a bit about that. But like that to me is just as plausible as heaven. It's just as plausible yeah. as nothing. It's just as plausible as like, I do believe the energy thing though. Because, yeah. you know, equals MC squared if it comes down to it, like from an equation point of view. Mass and energy mm-hmm. have a, an actual equivalence. Yes. You know what I mean? So... All I can know, like all I can assume, all I can extrapolate is from what I see, yeah, from the physics of the earth. Uh-huh. And the only thing that makes sense to me is that, like, I still have felt things where it's like there's no rational explanation for them, for sure. But that me doesn't too. mean that Same. there's a heaven with a pearly gate, of course. But that just means that there's a realm and like a realm right around us uh-huh. that we can't attune to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just. There's metaphysical phenomena happening all over the place. Like I told the story of like when I was in boot camp, the sergeant told us like when you are – we have a whole – in boot camp, you learn like a bunch of different things. And one of them was like approaching the enemy mm-hmm. quietly, right? And one of the key things when you approach the enemy is you never look at them. Mm. You always look around them. You always – you pick a rock next to them. You don't look at them because we have this sixth sense as human beings. You ever like be walking in a mall on the bottom floor? And then you just look up to the top right, and there's someone looking down at you exactly. Yeah, yes. And you, and it's not you didn't look around. You looked exactly to that spot, right? Mm-hmm. You're like brain waves attuned to each other, maybe through evolution, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that we don't know, yes. right? And that I think is that just comes down to energy, right? Yeah. So what happens after the fact? I think energy stays around. I don't believe in all like oh, there's a setting. I don't believe. No one went to the dead and came back and said, this is what it looks like. It's in the clouds, there's a gate, all that shit. Of course. Right? But then I th- it could very well be anything. Is po- it could very well, by some fluke chance, it could be exactly as written in the Bible, Quran, whatever. By some fucking, you know what I mean? Because anything is possible. Infinite opportunities, right? Well, one of them is that. I, I had this situation where uh, when I was in San Diego uh, last. So last year I took like a six-week America YOLO trip because I thought Canada was going to lock down. And they did, but I missed the timing. <laughs> I got back as soon as they locked down. And I was in San Diego, and I I called an Uber. I returned my rental car. I called an Uber to take me to the airport. 
And this guy picks me up. He's like, I really like your bag. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He seemed like kind of a hippie guy. I was like, oh, whatever. He's driving barefoot. I'm like, whatever. This is a nice guy. We're having a nice conversation. He's cool. And he so goes, I cleaned his feet. And uh, so, I licked, just... so I licked his feet dry. Yeah. <laughs> like like Jesus would with Mary Magdalene. Yeah. And uh, then uh, he crucified me. No. Uh, <laughs> and he, he told me, he's like, uh, we were just kind of talking. And he was like very like spiritual, kind of like hippie kind of guy. And he goes, you know, you're on you're on a you're on a really cool path, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I am. And he goes, by the way, like when it's time to take that leap, something's gonna something's going to come and test you, and it's gonna be everything you ever wanted, and you're gonna have to say no to it. And I'm like, okay. And then recently something happened where I'm like, oh fuck, what the, what the hell? Where right? I kind of look back on it weird. Where it's like, now anybody can say that, I know, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. But that being said. That guy picking me up in San Diego at that moment in my life and things kind of going the way they are happening like that to me is a bit weird. Yeah. Oh, there's so many unexplained phenomena. And uh-huh. at one point I was just like, I was raised so religious. I had a stint in atheism. Uh-huh. But then atheism sucks. It's like atheism the worst club. Jesus Christ. I'd rather be like, I was raised so hard Muslim. I'm like, I identify with the club of Islam way more than any yes. of this other shit. So I, I'm Muslim. I don't want to be, I don't believe in this other shit. Do I believe heaven, hell, nothing? I just believe, be good now, and whatever happens, fucking happens. Just be a decent human being, right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be agnostic than atheist. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck atheism. Like, it's like, ugh, I believe in nothing happens. It's like, okay, sure, that's cool. And it's cool. all pointless. That, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to be part of that club. Nothing! You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Wearing that shirt, nothing happens. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But... At the same time, though, it's like the fucking fortune cookie phenomenon. Well, religion has mastered this. Yes. And so many spiritual people and the palm readers, they've all mastered the art of vague suggestion yes. advice. Just perfectly specific and vague. That's how like the Chris Angel and all these types. Uh-huh. Someone is named R- Ryan. I'm John Edward. Ronnie? Ronnie. Ronnie's saying that there was a death. of Ronnie's grandmother? Yes. She, uh-huh. She's saying like, like there's a... Uh-huh. There's a fucking mechanical feature uh-huh. of doing this, just like comedy, where there's like a muscle it's like memory. A, it's like a Mad Lib. Exactly. Like a Mad yeah, Lib. Like choose your adventure <laughs> You're type a spiritual shit. person. Here's your spiritual Mad Lib to tell people. Bang, so bang, bang. It, it's exactly like you were saying how you create your thing. Whatever uh-huh. that guy says, that one line, yeah. he says that to every fucking person that comes For in the sure. car. And maybe a hundred of them remember it. And everybody will have that moment where it's like uh-huh. subjective. Uh-huh. Because if it's like a truly, if it's just vague enough and specific enough, a mixture, a balance of vagueness and specificity that's perfect, it fucking wedges into your brain. We're like, what the fuck? What? Well, have you ever had no, like you, something happens and you're like, this is a sign. Like this is I, I always should, I should be here, and then it doesn't turn out the way you want. And you're like, oh, it's easy to like revisionist history, be like, oh, maybe it wasn't a sign, or oh, it was a sign telling me something else. But I, I personally like believing in that stuff. Me like, too. I love believing that there's a spiritual being or energy guiding us to where we need to be we just need to answer it by looking inward because one i think life's more fun that way and when you it's like a game it makes it more of a game right what's like, that? i can't remember the movie but there's this quote from a movie where it goes uh if you look enough for something you're gonna find it of like course. whatever you look for you're gonna create more of so it's like if i believe that i'm being guided by this spirituality and it's going to help me achieve my goals and i'm gonna be a better person for it and i'm gonna serve others better for it and my family's gonna be happy and eventually like if i want a wife and kids they're gonna be happy and my career's gonna be like fuck yeah i'm gonna believe in it. i'll buy i'll buy it i'll buy in 150 percent do you ever want to buy something off amazon and you're 90 percent sure you want to buy it 
and you start scrolling through the reviews, you see a negative one, you scroll right past it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. you're 90% sure you want to buy it. You're skimming past, you think yourself you're being objective, but you're really, you're like, uh, one star didn't work. Didn't work. Oh, uh-huh. everything has a faulty product. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that's one in a million. It's false. And you just are focusing on the positive. Or if you kind of are on the fence about it, you only are going to the negative ones, yes. right? You know what you want going into it. Mm-hmm. But on the note of signs, coincidences are signs that you decide to believe that there's something else there. You get to choose the meaning. Yeah. You get to choose the yeah. meaning, right? Like I wanted, when I finally, like I went through my whole life thinking I had to be an engineer. I became an engineer and I was so unhappy and I didn't know what it was. My whole life I loved stand-up and mm-hmm. I was absorbing it like crazy. And then two years into engineering, I'm like, I, I'm like, well, why can't I do stand-up, right? I think about it. I'm like, I'm obsessed with stand-up. Why can't I? I was always conditioned to think that's not a career. As an immigrant, you got to doctor, yeah. medicine, business. These are careers. Stand up. These are chosen people who were born. Chemistry was so crazy. They mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. This he was born to do the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are not. You don't just become those things. Yeah. And then I challenged that mindset. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to try it. And I found out where there's an open mic. And I started writing. For months, I was writing. And I was scared. So I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go until it's, I have a perfect five minutes. I got to hone a perfect five minutes before I go to this open mic, which I know where it is. Mm-hmm. For like two months, I did that. And then I'm afraid and I'm afraid. And then I go to New York to visit my buddy. We go to the comedy cellar. And who is just, a, who is just coming in there by coincidence? Dave Chappelle. Oh, my, wow. my fucking idol goat level like uh-huh. the guy like out of anyone in the world that's the guy out of anyone in uh-huh. the world you know what i mean more than tupac more than anything yeah. you know what i mean and he comes and he performs and he not only performs but he does like crowd work and he's just testing out this is when trump just got elected and he hosts snl uh-huh. so he was trying out some of that monologue and some of it was just like he's just doing crowd work and it took that god status away because i can tell he's just looking around Trying to make the room laugh, looking at what's happening. It took this. I used to think he was a god mm-hmm. because when you're young, you don't realize this guy's been working on an hour for two years, mm-hmm. and he finally is filming it in a place, and that's the special you're mm-hmm. watching. You think he's god level all the yeah, time. You just think he's just at on. So that, first of all, the fact that he's there, I'm like, what the fuck? What are the odds? And then the fact that he's like not murdering. He just shows his humanity. He just shows. Fuck. Dude, all of that, and I go pee, and and I, I'm like, I'm gonna go talk to him. I'm gonna, I, cause he's talking to everybody, whoever walks by, and I need to pee. So I get up, and I'm like, he's like, what's going on, bro? I'm like, in front of everyone, I was like, I'm gonna say something that's gonna make everyone laugh, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, not much. How about you? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I start out type of thing, and then he's like, see, Black Lives do matter. This is back when yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Lives. So I go and I pee, and I'm like, if that's not a sign to go and do this fucking open yeah. mic, I don't know what the fuck else yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a coincidence. Dave Chappelle frequents... I don't believe in Dave, No, no, no. Yeah. Dave Chappelle frequents the Comedy Cellar for decades before uh-huh. this. He's a staple at the Comedy Cellar. Uh-huh. He comes there all the time. He's doing this... Essay. If you look at the logic of it, there is no, like, angels involved or anything, uh-huh. but I choose to be like, exactly. fuck that. Exactly. That's a sign. Exactly. I'm going to go and I'm going to make it and I'm going to tell him that's the reason I got in. I, th- I, also right? th- I also think we choose our own luck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we we choose to have good luck or not depending on what we do because this is one of the things, like you ever heard of the book The Secret? 
Yeah, of course. People he fuck, made fun of that. People hate The Secret yeah. so much. Just visualize. The issue with, and I'm not, I've never read The Secret, so I can't talk about it. But yeah, whenever I tell people, whenever I tell people, I visualize, and I do affirmations every day, and I like, I meditate, I journal, I. You're I like, affirm. okay, get pussy, get pussy, get pussy, get pussy. <laughs> yeah, let's I, go. I, let's I, kill I, the I, day. I need to, <laughs> I need to turn down pussy. I'm getting yeah, so much. Yeah. My phone's blowing up. I need a new phone. I need multiple phones. <laughs> he keeps looking at his phone. It's like no notifications yet, bro. Yeah, where, where the hose at? Hinge, Tinder, Bumble. Uh, plenty of fish um and so uh you know i do these things i remember i was i was seeing this girl and her mom laughed at me she's like you're such an idiot like why do you do that stuff i'm like because i like doing it she's like oh is this like some of that this the secret shit where like you think that it's gonna help get you famous because it's not i'm like wait you were seeing a girl and your mom was mad at you, you no said? her mom oh gotcha her, her mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> those two things aren't related i was yeah, seeing I'm this like, girl wait. my mom got mad at me i'm uh, like wait wait so her mom her was mom, thinking yeah, like talk, why she, are you dating this guy no she was talking down to me doing my affirmations oh gotcha yeah doing my affirmations and journaling and all that stuff she's like it's not gonna work i'm like but here's the thing people forget that you need to affirm and you need to visualize because things are always created twice in your head and in reality you need to actually put the steps in place to do it you like, have to see it to you, make it. you actually have to do it like yeah. You, a boss Wahab, cannot do this podcast. You can't kill. You can't do a just for laugh submission. Any of that shit, unless you finally got over that fucking fear that you had and did the open mic. Yeah, of course. I, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. Things like love, things like luck, things like skill, uh, things like confidence, they aren't things that are in short of supply. They're skills that get better the more that you do them. And you're not going to be able to actualize and bring to life the thing you want in the end if you don't first struggle with it in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, if I, let's say I want to be on Netflix five times and I'm going to be an eight-figure comedian. I am an eight-figure comedian. I'm speaking it right now. Well, I won't know what that looks like until I know what 23-year-old Nicholas Bueno doing stand-up in Toronto looks like now. And I won't know what the second step is until I move to Orlando and I figure out what stand-up is like there and I continue to write and I continue to evolve. Like, you need to see the end in mind first reverse engineer, but you cannot see those steps and how they're actually going to look until you fucking do the work. And you, you ever heard the, the quote, a good plan executed now is better than a perfect plan done tomorrow. Yeah. I love that. Doing is always, always, always better Take the than step theorizing, yes. right? So many people get lost and they procrastinate. Like, I, I Paralysis need, by analysis. I need, I, I was, when I played basketball, I was like that. Yeah. My coach once, he was like, I can see you thinking on the court. I'm like, nice. He's like, that's bad. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's me all because, you know, I was very academic. Yeah. Very like my parents were very put this risk averse thing in me as uh -huh. immigrants. They're like, oh, no, none of that. None of that. Just to engineer this. Fucking Did they give you equations? No, like, they, they if didn't. you do engineer, oh, you will, yeah, like exactly. a boss plus engineer equals. It's not even if they're like you will be an engineer. Yeah. Like people, like oh, what are you gonna be when you grow up? They'll be like they answer for me. <laughs> like this is how I was raised, engineer, mohandis. <laughs> and then it'll be like he doesn't like like that. You uh -huh. know what I mean? And then eventually you condition your children, and then they go down the road, and then it's and then I just am thankful that I had the 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 stupidity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Some people call it bravery. I'd call it the stupidity yeah. to leave a big figure, big salary for this, you know? Because yeah. it's not it's not a smart move by no, any chance. The, according to what, If though? 20 people do it, if 20 people do it going what, what you are visualizing, uh -huh. if 20 people leave the job, how many are going to get to what you just said? I don't know. Two? No, I'm saying in reality, the what, two? two? Talk maybe, about any of the pros maybe. who are talking about what the people that they did the open mics with. Who's still with them? 1% of the people? Yeah. I mean, this is just the reality, the funnel of things, right? For sure, yeah, of course. One, 1%. Maybe. I'll go one. I'll go one. Right? So one out of 20. So 99% failure. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty stupid move, right? 
if you look at it just purely mathematical, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck it. At least in the meantime, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Well, I think the thing I like about your story is that like you asked a better question. Like I, I hate when people go, well, what are the odds of you making it? That's such a stupid question. What are the odds of me being fulfilled and learning more and actually 100%. doing meaningful work? That's what matters. What are the odds of doing exactly what I want to be doing? A hundred percent. Exactly. So let's just go that way. Right. Let's like just go that way. The odds. And this is, I remember when I was, when I decided that I was done with everything and this was my fuck it moment, I was on the bus, uh, busing from planet fitness, South Pembina to the university of Winnipeg. I got up at four cause my shift started at five and I worked till nine and then I had school and then I had my podcast later and I had comedy later. I was like, fuck this sucks. And I was reading this Tony Robbins book and he asked like these questions, what kind of life do you want? No limits asked, whatever, whatever. And I answer and he goes, what kind of skills do you need to get there? And I answer and he goes, what kind of life experiences do you need to get there? And I'm looking down at this shitty bus and I'm going to school and I'm like, not this. So I dropped out immediately. And so a bunch of people were like, oh, well, what if you don't make it? It's like, well, A, I'd rather die on my own sword. And what's the alternative? The safe route where exactly. I'm just repressing what I want in order to get, mar- get married, white picket fence, and it. work for the fucking, work for True North Sports and Entertainment as a PR person. I'd rather kill myself. Yeah. Sorry. And then get depressed? Like, yeah. the depression and marriage failure rate are so high. That's likely? Yeah, I don't want that route. Fuck that. I did it. I suppressed it. I suppressed those thoughts for five years, uh-huh. thinking like, no one's supposed to like school. It's school. No one's supposed to like it. Uh-huh. And then there's people studying shit they like. Uh-huh. Now, I could never understand. I hated it because this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. Suppressed it. Five years. Now I'm in the fucking industry, suppressing it. Like, uh-huh. no one likes their job. Like, you're just reaffirming. It's like you were saying, the mantra can be used negatively, too. Yes. Like, no one's supposed to like school. No one's supposed to like their job. Seven uh-huh. years later, you're like, okay, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah. Because this is the worst feeling in the world. Like, I can't keep waking up feeling like ass. What is going on here? Uh-huh. And I made the move, and here we are. You know, and it's still not realized, but we're going in the right direction. I like bro. this a lot more than whatever the fuck else is on the table, though, right? Like... Y- y- you're you're lit up, right? Like you, you glow when you do this shit. It's fun. This is what you want to do, right? Like I was, my brother was asking me because he was asking me for advice, and it's most people would think it's weird because he's uh, quite a bit older he's than like me. Forty six. <laughs> you're like get he's, pussy. He's eighty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just repeat get pussy today. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the affirmation. But he was Thanks, asking Nicholas. me about <laughs> no problem. Uh, and he was asking me about things in his life. You know what kind of things he can do. And he's like, should I pursue? Because he's already got a job teaching. He's like, should I pursue what I love or should I continue to do what's going to make me money? And a lot of people struggle with that question because I. I personally went, fuck that. I'm going to do what I love and it's going to be what I want to do. My friend, his name's Jay. He runs uh, this company called Jagger. Very, very successful recruiting company here in Toronto. He's worth multi-millions. He went the other route. He's like, no, I'm going to build skills that I know are valuable and that's going to set me up. I think whatever path has the underlying belief of fuck it, I'm doing this no matter what. It's me it's the and right path. I believe in it. That's the right path. Exactly. If it's the skills, go there. If it's now nah, I'm doing what I love, it's you'll figure it out when you come with the conviction of come hell or high water, yeah. this is me. Yeah, my brother, my older brother's got that old school immigrant mentality of like being like money is the most important thing. I'm like money is so important. I'm not yeah. saying it's not important. I'm just saying if you, it's that donkey and the carrot analogy, mm-hmm. right? If you run towards money first you're gonna end up lost Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you got to run towards what you love and then that will get you money in a sustainable fucking way you may not become a trillionaire Mm -hmm. but it'll get you money in a sustainable way where it's like i don't have to drain and kill my life force to make the money that is necessary Mm -hmm. you know if you're just focusing on the money then what the fuck is the point? You're you're draining your life force Mm -hmm. you know it's like all those people that have that old style mentality i worked 90 hours this week 
I worked 100 hours this yeah. week. You're just bragging about the... Uh, you're renting out your life to this company, you know? Yeah. You're literally okay. renting out your hours of your life for, for, for the highest hourly rate possible. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure, you're winning, but are you? You know what I mean? Fuck well, that shit, dude. So many, so many people say hard work is such bullshit because how come construction workers aren't rich? Yeah, well, hard work is necessary, but it needs to be efficient work. It needs to have feed... There has to be a feedback loop. Yes. Do I like this? Is this... If, is the reward I'm getting worth the time counterbalancing yeah. the detriment to my body? Yes. I'm losing, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I'm detrimenting my body and my life force for this amount of money. Mm-hmm. If I'm fine with that, keep doing your thing. But it's like once you get on that fulfilled thing, dude, it's a different level. It's like suddenly it's a fucking game, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a game, man. It's I love it. Mm-hmm. Not like when Kevin Hart said that on Rogan, I never like. Uh, resonated with something more when he's like life has a game like quality to it yeah totally and when you get out of the rat race of just trying to chase the money first and then being like oh i'm gonna do what i love and mm-hmm. try to master what i love then it's full like i'm in full game mode right now mm-hmm. i'm trying to unlock jfl i'm trying to unlock america mm-hmm. i'm trying to unlock you know what i mean mm-hmm. halifax festival mm-hmm. i'm trying to unlock headlining set i'm trying to unlock netflix it's like unlocking these mm-hmm. fucking things you know it's not just like before it used to be just like oh i have a salary i know i have vacation in 4 months mm-hmm. i've already spent the money like most Def said this, when you make your money in a way you're not passionate about, you're in a rush to blow that money. Yeah. Because you're like, I fucking wasted all this time to get this. I'm going to have fun with this shit. That's mm-hmm. what I was doing in engineering. I got a crazy car, crazy place, all this shit, just trying to bury those feelings. Yeah. And now I don't, unless it's for the podcast, unless it's for my projects, unless it's for like the art I'm making, I don't spend money on anything, dude. Yeah. All my clothes are Value Village now, and I love it. It's like a treasure hunt. If you're like, oh shit, look at this. I feel the same it's way, already yeah. dried, so I know it's not going to shrink on me. It's even <laughs> better. It's it's a quarter of the price. Let's go. You know yeah. what I mean? But yo, let's fuck. This has been fucking awesome. But yeah. I do so, a couple of questions at the of end. Of course, yeah. Let's, let's do land it. this thing, okay? Let's do it. Yeah. First question: it. Did your ass get beat growing up? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Not as much as other kids, but yeah. Portuguese side or the Brazilian side was beating that ass. Uh, there's more Portuguese family, but it was just both my parents. They t- my dad, I don't know. Was, they took turns. I'd say my mom hit, would hit me more though. Yeah, yeah, Portuguese side for sure. The Portuguese. Did yeah. she grow up getting hit? Yeah, the yeah, big time. Like yeah. big, like because like my, my farm, dad, farm shit. My, my okay, so how we didn't even answer this question in the beginning. How my dad got to Canada? His parents split up, and his mom took. Uh, him and his siblings with her new boyfriend to Canada and they were like super dysfunctional F- child care home like foster care got involved and everything so my dad has a bunch of repressed things he only hit us like when he got to his breaking point gotcha yeah, alright yeah, so yeah. he wanted to like ha- have a stable he wanted his kids like to have a good thing because yeah. this shit was like chaotic and he was also like yeah like your mom will hit you like why do I need to do it gotcha it was the opposite you know how many yeah. people like I was afraid of dad yeah. it was, ours is the opposite we're afraid yeah, of yeah I would, my dad would hit me but I was afraid of mom yes because mom would be the fucking one being like what the fuck this? she was the really religious so it's yeah. like it was like that dynamic um so for this question you can answer both of the sides but like uh-huh. what's something that the Portuguese do or the Brazilians do that you haven't seen anybody else do oh Okay, so my mom's side does this especially because they're like the hicks, right? Yeah. They cut off vowels in words and it drives me fucking nuts because like I didn't know how words were spelled. I don't speak Portuguese. Yeah. But like when they'd say things like, uh, so uh, I have this uncle, his name's Francisco. So in Portuguese it'd be Francisco. Yeah. But And so Tio is uncle. Yeah. But they call him T. Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, they just cut everything off. Like instead of Tio Francisco, they yeah. say T. Francisco. 
even in English, like talking in English. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, I was talking to T. Francis the other day. I'm like, bro, what are you fucking like? Who is that? That's not a name. Like, I had this uncle named his name's Eduardo. Yeah. They cut because Tiu and Eduardo both like the O and the E are next to each other. They yeah. just cut both of it off. Duard. And he's he's Tiduard. <laughs> what? I'm like, who the fuck is that, man? That's not a name. That's not a that's not a How person. did that happen? What the fuck? <laughs> they're just they're just hicks, man. Like <laughs> that's some the uh, the Azers or whatever. The Azers, yeah, yeah, the Azers. that's so Miguel, funny. Yeah, Ponte Garza. Now that's I'm gonna listen to Cristiano Ronaldo. He, he, he got money. He started saying the vowels. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom. As soon as he got money, right? My mom. Hates he's him. like Lamborghini. <laughs> my mom hates him because she's like no. Portuguese guy is that hairless. Like he zapped all that shit off. I'm like, why does it matter? She's I know. like, because he's, he's not, not from the Azores. He's not. He's, he's, not, he's not Portuguese. The, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like my dad, he's very hairless. Like yeah. Brazil, indigenous Brazilian people are very hairless, and my dad got more of the indigenous side than the black side. But like, if you look, his siblings look uh, more like Dante. My dad looks more like me. Yeah. And his uncle looks more like you. And one so of he his, did all the loan applications. Yeah, one, right? <laughs> he's like, I got you guys. I'm gonna walk into the bank. Just sit, hang back here. And, and one of his uncles is like really dark. Like he's like so dark. When my I wasn't born, but when my middle brother was born and he visited him for the first time, he was kind of like freaked out because he'd never seen somebody that dark. Whoa. He was like, yeah, yeah the racist baby, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brazilians are like a litter of puppies. How like they'll be one will be white, one will be dark. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you if I showed you like a picture of my dad's family, yeah, there's there's like dark skinned dudes in there, light skinned dudes in there. Uh, half and half. My dad looks like me. So, Sudanese are like that too. Oh like yeah. I have cousins who like my cousin is literally just as light as you. Yeah. And then his brother's darker than me. Oh wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like it's fucking funny because no matter where you are in the world, the lighter people get treated better than the darker people. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. No matter where you are, like you will have more benefits being light. But in India, it's like there's a fucking industry behind it. Okay, the Brazil- with fair and lovely skin lightening cream and shit like that. <laughs> so the Brazilian side of the family, there's a couple things because like Brazilians are always light. I think that's the black in them. Brazilians are so late <laughs> yeah. all the time. They love talking. They never know when to stop talking. They literally keep you for hours on end. Just keep talking. Um, but the one thing I don't – Brazilians have weird dietary stuff. Like we went to a pizza place in Brazil. They're like, yeah, there's tuna pizza, hard-boiled egg pizza, ketchup pizza. I'm like, who the fuck eats this? <laughs> but the one thing I've noticed – also, Brazilians can't keep their legs closed like ever – the one thing I've noticed, Brazilians... What do you mean? They bang a lot? Or yeah, they just they when they sit? Yeah, they bang a lot. Like, yeah. they... Brazilians are whores. Like, do the, the women... Do, is there, like... Do they talk shit about her? Or is it... It's kind of like... Letter do her thing. Is it... You know what I mean? Is it like I don't a know patriarchal as mu- kind I don't of... know as much. I'm, I'm assuming it's more patriarchal because it's very Catholic. Yeah. And, like, it's a third world country, right? Yeah. I'm like... Um, but I'm... Ass- but they are actually more progressive yeah recently like Whoa. they're really cool with like uh mike rita has a joke about like they're really cool with, like trans people being on tv yeah. and mike rita's joke is that his dad's like oh you think that chick's hot and mike rita's like yeah he's like oh it's a man and then <laughs> he's like no it's not he's like yeah you're kind of gay mike <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah but so brazil is more progressive now and it's kind of a weird juxtaposition because like their president is very right yeah he's very like not nah, fuck you this is this is how I, he's like, he saw what Trump was doing and he's like, I'm just going to be more extreme than that. Like with being brash with media, he's very, very conservative in his values. But the thing about Brazilians, Brazilians love hard boiled eggs and I don't understand why. <laughs> Everything is hard boiled eggs. In yeah. It. Everything. I remember once I was, uh, my grandpa, when we visited him in Brasilia, the meat pie had hard boiled eggs in it. The pizza had hard boiled eggs in it. They're like, yeah, we just eat them for breakfast. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Like, this is, this is disgusting. <laughs> they're like when the slaves came they brought many chickens with them they could only eat the eggs there's always some back fucking story always, always. Uh, a last question okay yeah. this again you can go on either end but who 
do the Portuguese or the Brazilians? Who do they talk shit about? Who's the butt of joke? Brazil, Argentina for sure. Yeah? Without a doubt. Argentina, 100%. Because they're neighbors, the soccer rivalry, yeah. everything. My, my great-grandma, she's still alive. I think she's 100. She has this saying. She's like, whenever Argentinians are in town, it rains. And when we when we went there in 2013, we went for World Youth Day. It's like this giant Catholic. It it's like this giant Catholic event, but really it's like it's fucking, like it's spring break for it's Catholics. like birthright for the Jews, but in Brazil. Kind well, it's it's like it's like this event that gets put on around the world. So like in 2016, it was put on in Poland, where Pope John Paul II was from. Oh, so it's Catholic Olympics. Pretty yeah, much. it's Catholic. Okay. It's like Catholic spring break, but just like everybody goes and they fuck and uh, nobody talks about it. Uh, and so the Pope's Argentinian, <laughs> except in confessions, right? <laughs> You've never seen a busier confession than fucking Youth Day or whatever the fuck. World Youth Day. And so when the Pope was in town, he's Argentinian, literally, it was 10 degrees and raining the whole week. And my great-grandma's like, see, I fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> and Portuguese, uh, as a country, the Spanish, my mom doesn't like Spanish people, but since she's Azorian, the mainlanders. <laughs> really? The, por- the Portuguese people from the mainland, yeah. They don't like them. They don't like them. And then the Zorian, and then the mainland. Mainlanders fuck, don't yeah. like these Zorians. Like whenever, the whenever I talk to them, they're like, again. "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like uh, San Miguel. They're like, "Oh, you're an Azorian. I'm like, "Fuck you." It's asshole. the same Italy, Sicily shit again, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love it, man. This Tribalism, is, bro. Bro, this has been a fucking pleasure, man. This was awesome. Thank Yo, you so much. Please look into the camera. Tell the people where they can find okay, you. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at Bueno No Bueno. That's B U E N O N O B U E N O O. I was kicked off. Uh, so every every O I put now is like a teardrop tattoo for me getting kicked off Instagram. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I post there. I'm gonna get back on my TikTok and YouTube grind. Uh, same app for TikTok, uh, but Instagram is where I'm the most active. So yeah, if you find me there, I'll be posting shit. As always, scroll below. You'll find the man's details in the description. From my end, follow the socials at Baswab underscore. Support the show directly at patreon.com slash the immigrant section. We've got bonus episodes every Friday. Thank you for coming on, bro. I got to have you back on. This is awesome. After Orlando, when you come back, when you fucking only make it there 13 days, (laughs) you're like, this is what happened with Orlando. No, I'll have the papers. I'll have the papers. (laughs) Yo, for next time, it's your boy signing out. Peace. Peace.